1: crowd of just over 22,000 attended a pretty wild MLS All-Star game at Bank of California Stadium last night, and the Baltimore Orioles snapped a 19-game losing streak. That was too shy of their American League record for the longest losing streak. Remember, they set that themselves in 1988 when they started 0-21. These are certainly tough days in the charm city of Baltimore for the Orioles. And this is your Morning Buzzcast for Thursday, August 26th. Good morning, I'm Abe Madcorp. Hope everybody is doing well today. Let's start with the NFL. NFL owners will meet today via a video conference to discuss the Delta variant's impact on league operations. Owners will hear from Chief Medical Officer Dr. Alan Sills, who's been out in front of this from the beginning. He'll speak on the latest developments on the pandemic and protocols for players and staff. Owners and top executives will also hear a recap of stadium and fan-related COVID protocols in addition to an update on ticket sales. This virtual owners conference call comes as about 91% of all NFL players have been vaccinated. I want to stay with the NFL because if you haven't watched this week's episode of Hard Knocks featuring the Dallas Cowboys, I encourage you to at least check out the first 10 minutes of the show. The opening of the show features a drone flying through the Star Complex, the Cowboys' very impressive training facility and mixed-use complex in Frisco. I went to the Star years ago, and once you see it, you know it is a model for the future for teams, and this drone coverage shows every aspect of that impressive facility, from the training facilities to the mixed-use complex to the shared spaces for fans and players. Fox Sports reported that the NFL Films crew was given three hours during a day to film that drone coverage, and you can tell a lot of thought went into it. The bottom line is anyone interested in facility development or facility development, mixed-use development by sports teams should check out this coverage. It's on our website. It's also on the social media feeds of HBO Sports, but check out that beginning of HBO's hard knocks. Let's shift to news that John Oran broke yesterday, that ESPN has removed Rachel Nichols from all NBA programming and will cancel her weekday afternoon show called The Jump. Nichols was told of the moves earlier this week. She posted on social media yesterday how proud she was of the show. She thanked her colleagues and said more news on what's next for her was to come. Rachel Nichols remains under contract with ESPN, but sources told our John Oran it was unlikely that she will appear on ESPN anytime soon or at all in the future. ESPN's move to remove her comes about a year since Nichols made taped comments in which she commented on ESPN's record of diversity hiring and questioned her future role covering the NBA. The move also comes as ESPN Senior Vice President of Production David Roberts has taken on a new role to revamp the network's overall NBA coverage. And sources said this move marks the first of several changes that he will make concerning the network's look and feel around the NBA. He took over the production executive role overseeing NBA's coverage just two weeks ago. ESPN launched The Jump in February of 2016. And really, outside of NBA games themselves, I viewed The Jump as ESPN's most high-profile and visible nba programming but now they will revamp their coverage nba countdown also needs a new host since remember maria taylor left for nbc and sources told john oran that the future role of jalen rose on espn's coverage is still in question a lot of changes overall at espn several on-air changes over the past several months just this week ESPN moved Max Kellerman off of first take, and he will host his own weekday afternoon show on ESPN in the coming week. So overall, ESPN making a number of changes to its on-air schedule and its on-air talent. Let's move on. Barstool Sports founder Dave Portnoy said he would be very surprised if a right steal did end up getting done between Barstool Sports and Major League Baseball. He put the chances of such a deal happening at about 10%. He said that when the story broke in the New York Post just over two weeks ago, conversations between Barstool and Major League Baseball were happening, but they were never close to signing a deal. Overall, he said that there's still a chance for a deal, but a long way to go before a deal is done between Barstool Sports and Major League Baseball. Shifting to college news, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey had his first comments since the ACC, the Big Ten, and the Pac-12 announced their alliance. And if you listen to the interview, you could hear his voice and read between the lines the underlying tension that exists among the leaders in college sports these days. Sankey said that he hopes the alliance does intend to work on the major issues common to all conferences, and stressed that he has been always open for conversations about how to improve the current situation, but said, maybe deadpanned, that his phone hasn't been ringing off the hook in the last week or so. He also said that the Alliance's statement that they share values didn't really bother him, but he called it an old playbook, and he acknowledged that some of the comments and statements made by the Alliance did mystify him. He went on to say, quote, the words trust, communication, and collaboration were there a lot. And I've yet to have any one of them say to me, wow, I wouldn't have done the same thing you did if that opportunity materialized, end quote. So you read that quote and you can see that Greg Sankey feels any of his colleagues would have made the same moves that the SEC did had that opportunity been in front of any of these other conferences. But it also shows, again, the underlying tension within the leaders of college sports. And I think you're going to see this for some time. Let's shift to tennis. The US Open begins on Monday. I am very bummed to miss this year's event, but bottom line is the event will feel more like 2019 than in 2020. Tournament officials outlined protocols yesterday. No proof of vaccination or a recent negative coronavirus test will be required for fans to enter the grounds, and no mask will be required when they are outdoors. It's recommended that any unvaccinated fans attending the Open Wear masks outdoors. Tournament officials hope to return to close to about 750,000 fans. That's the number that attended the Billie Jean King National Tennis Center in 2019. Meanwhile, players will be tested upon arrival and then tested every four days after that. If they test positive, they will have to withdraw from the tournament regardless of what stage the tournament is in. The only bummer really heading into the open next week is the field, as a number of top players. Federer, Nadal, Serena have chosen not to play this year's event, but it promises to be another strong event with the U.S. Open beginning on Monday. The NHL's jersey advertising program will begin with the 2022-2023 season, and in our latest episode of SBJ Spotlight, Excel Sports Management's Jason Miller and Navigate's Jeff Nelson both chimed in on how they see the marketplace developing. Jason Miller believes the average price for sweater advertising in the NHL will be about $3 to $4 million across the league. And Navigate's Jeff Nelson said a strong point for NHL clubs in negotiations is the fact that the plan 3 by 35 inch patch is slightly bigger than the NBA's inventory. Another strong selling point that they both mentioned is for clubs to split up home and away patches so they have different sales propositions for brands. The two also discuss other forms of pricing they predict around the inventory and what other sponsorship inventory is attractive to them. SBJ Spotlight can be viewed on sportsbusinessjournal.com. If you have any ideas on topics or guests for future episodes, please let me know, but do check out this segment that talks about the upcoming NHL plan to sell Jersey advertising. So that is your Morning Buzzcast for Thursday, August 26th. I'm Abe Madcor. Hope everybody has a great day. I'll speak to you tomorrow.
0: Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park,